Hey everybody, it's your Dungeon Master Chris. That sounds really dirty, saying it out loud sometimes, out of context. Anyway, just as a reminder from the episode that came out last week, this is the final episode of Party in Peril. Unfortunately, it is not going to tie up the storyline. This is an episode we recorded a while back, and then schedules just didn't line up and we were not able to finish the campaign. However, as previously stated, I will be making a video and or series of videos over on Patreon.com. So if you are part of the Nerd Sloth Treehouse over there, you'll be able to take a peek and see all of the other story beats, major plot points, all that kind of stuff that I had lined up. So maybe you'll get some sort of closure there and at least get to see all of the variety of things that our villains here could have encountered and the myriad of mischief they could have gotten into. So I know it's not the most satisfying thing ever, but it's what we can do. Thank you so much from all of us at Party in Peril, and we hope you'll still continue supporting NerdSloth.com where you'll find us making other content. Okay, guys, gals, everyone else, we love ya, and we hope you enjoyed this last episode. The world of Alluren, a land promising adventure, treasure, and glory at every turn for all the many, many heroes that inhabit it. From the far reaches of the frozen fjords to the sweltering jungles of Ishtka, opportunity awaits for all those brave enough to seek it. And, oh, wait, who are you? <coughs> However, we are not the heroes of this tale. So welcome to the Party in Peril Villains Campaign. <laughs> Before you stands Ganonball Jackbeard, a stout dwarf built like a boulder, draped in salt-worn and sun-bleached clothing and smoldering leather hides, smoke rolling off of him. A large-brimmed hat with a crow skull sits atop his brow, overshadowing his eyes, while the rest of his facial features are dimly lit by the small sticks of incense whirled about in his braided black beard. He swirls his whip playfully aside him and grips his rapier tight in the other hand as blood drips down the handle after using it to create the ale golem, which now has Lilith grappled. And Lilith, this uh, ale golem, opens his mouth wide. And when he does, you hear the creaking of the wood and the metal as his mouth opens up in like a a boiling, roiling um, liquid noise from inside. And then a rush of water as ale starts spewing out of the open mouth and into your face. So what I need you to do is do a constitution saving throw to see... If you end up swallowing it, or you're able to resist the ale? I hope I do not resist. So let's see. <laughs> I think I got my wish. I rolled a three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, spring break. What a, what a, what carnival cruise am I on now? Woo! <laughs> Woo! 
Lilith just all of a sudden like uh, just pulls open her <laughs> chest, exposes uh, all mm-hmm. the breasts, all of them, all the scales. So you're drunk. <laughs> Since you failed, you failed your constitution check. You are now extremely drunk. Now, um, with with this I- intoxication, this is how it's going to go. The horniness gets stronger. I agree. Yes. Uh, there, there is a bonus and a disadvantage to to the condition you now find yourself in. Um, we're now we're going to roll initiative in just a second, so we're going to be in battle. But for this battle, and for anyone that ends up getting caught by this golem and ends up getting um, intoxicated, you're going to get five temporary health points. So you're gonna you're gonna get five more health points. You're gonna have advantage. On all charisma and strength-based roles. But you're going to have disadvantage on all of the other roles. So wisdom, intelligence, and dexterity will all be disadvantages. You're going to be making poor choices and you're not going to be able to dodge things very well. But you're going to feel real strong and you're going to feel real real um, um, charismatic. Oh okay. yeah! <laughs> I mean, yes. Like, would would a drunk person would a drunk person yeah would a drunk that? person be able to do this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's basically that's basically how yeah. this fight's gonna go. Yeah. Not so. drunk. <laughs> oh my gosh! Len looks at the scene before her and sees that Lilith is, of course, now getting drunk, and she sees the whip in Ball Jack, Ball Jack's hands, and she's like, "Well, someone's gonna have fun tonight." <laughs> um, so now I want everyone to uh, go ahead and roll initiative as this battle gets started here. Six. 14 plus four, 18. A 16. <laughs> Rochelle just got to witness the monitor blipping out. Anytime <laughs> I get... So Shaddai hasn't heard this, but Joseph knows. Anytime I get shocked by something in this room, one of our monitors goes blank. And I just got shocked by the table and the monitor went black for a second. Oh my God. She was like, what the? And she started poking the monitor. She came back. Yeah, every time I get shocked, monitor's like, boop, bye. That's when you got to treat it like an old TV and just hit the side a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tune it in. Okay. So Lilith is up first. Lilith, the first thing I, I need you to do is do a strength saving throw to see if you can get out of the clutches of this ale golem. So since being drunk uh, increases my strength, it's going to increase by how much? So you've you've just basically you've got advantage, so you can roll twice and take the highest okay. roll that you've got. First roll, and plus two is twelve. Second roll, it's fifteen plus two. That's seventeen. So second roll. All right, you. Uh, so this this keg golem's trying to. Um, keep you keep you pulled in once wants to shoot more of his ale down your throat and you get your tail up in there and you break free of his arms hold on i'm still guzzling the last jug (laughs) (laughs) you're like you're like tongues like whipping around your lips like trying to get all the drops it is it is i'll tell you this it's really good ale like it tastes great it's delicious well, it's perfect. It's a nice sunny day for it. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to catch my breath and because I'm, <laughs> I don't think I'm done. 
So, um, I'm still thirsty. Just hold on a moment. (laughs) (sighs) So I'm just kind of like pushing him off me with my tail. Okay, let's let's shove him, and if he falls by accident, I will be sad. But I, I'm okay. I, I'm okay with uh, with a little shove. I don't know my own strength at this point. Yeah. So roll your strength, and remember, you still have advantage. And basically, the keg golem will roll against it, see if he can um, withstand it and hold his ground. Okay. First roll, that was eight, Second roll, eleven. Thirteen. So after you get the keg golem off of you, you shove him with your tail and the keg golem, you know, not being a very smart construct, being made of ale, um, tumbles backwards over the back of the ship, falls into the water and is just kind of floating around like towards towards the back. Uh, You hear a splash as as he he hits. He is floating. Lilith, that was good ale. (laughs) Come on. Wazla wanted to drink too. I'm so sorry. I don't know. I'm so sorry. Now I'm gonna be that that sad drunk girl in the bathroom. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I I do everything wrong. I'm so sorry. Is Wazla going to have to hold your hair back again? Nobody loves me. I'm so sorry. Well, let's just back off while we handle uh, Stop. Yannon Ball. Yeah. Stop. yeah just- We'll handle Yen and ball jack off here, okay? Uh, uh, she is the worst drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Gregory is up next. He's up in the uh like up in the kind of like the crow's nest. He readies a uh crossbow at um Captain Jackbeard, which he um he shoots and he hits. He like he hits Jackbeard like just square in one of the the shoulders and um, he just kind of gives like a, a little grunt like and just kind of brushes it off for four damage. Um, next up is Waslo. How far away would you say I am from? I know where I am. I just don't know like how far that is. Uh, 45 feet. Okay. I can work with that. So the, the keg golems pushed over the edge right now still. So it's just Correct. Captain Jackbeard up there at the moment. Yes. Okay. Then Waslo is going to cast Chaos Bolt at him just to see what happens because he likes chaos. Okay. You do like it. All right. Yeah. Okay. So Go let me for roll. It. Oh. <laughs> what did you <laughs> Hold do? On. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Uh. Does. 14 hit no um so you uh you start gathering this chaos magic about you and because it's so chaotic you uh you send a a chaos uh bolt out and it just kind of um goes the complete opposite direction of of what you're trying to do it just off somewhere Ah, else into the air Wazla's not even drunk yet, and he missed. <laughs> uh, Jack Beard just kind of gives a little smirk at you and uh, uh, to try to um, make you a little bit even angrier at your um, at your miss here. He just kind of gives a little chuckle at you. 
and you're, if you're uh, trying you're to make pathetic. if you're trying to make Waslo angry, or you've succeeded. <laughs> um, as as he shakes his fist at him, it is the uh, the Keg Golem's turn. He's going to make an attempt to climb back up over the edge of the boat, um, and he does not succeed. So he's just bobbing around in the water, scrambling around. It's like a turtle on his back. He just can't. He can't. <laughs> There's too much air inside of him. He's like a bag of chips. There's there's more air than there is, um, you know, sustenance. So he's just kind of bobbing around, <laughs> having a rough time. Um, Lynn's turn. All right. How close is uh, Lilith to the go- to um, Lilith to the the pirate? How close is Lilith? To yeah. The pirate? Not you. No, not me. Um, Lilith is within um, just within five feet. Oh. Yeah. Actually, I'm know, drunk. She, I'm not going to feel it. Whatever it is you're trying to throw. <laughs> uh, Len I'm a wants pass to out. Take, Len wants to take this opportunity to try out a spell that she's been practicing called Grease. <laughs> okay. So Len casts the spell. So she's casting her spell and it's slick Grease covers the ground in a 10 foot square centered on a point within range and turns it into difficult terrain for the duration. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, okay. <laughs> All right. When when the grease appears, each creature standing in its area must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or fall prone. Okay. All right. Very <laughs> character cool. that enters the area or ends its turn there must also succeed on a dexterity saving throw or fall prone. Got it. Um okay. Oh wait, she needs a bit of pork grinder butter. Well just she found some butter somewhere in the square. She just has it. <laughs> She's been holding on to it for this very occasion. Uh, what what are the things for it? For butter or what? Pork rind or butter? Pork rind or butter? Wow. Yeah. Pork rind. Just some um, good old. I mean, face. you guys have you have some rations, so I mean, I I don't have a problem saying that some of those rations could include e- either of those things. Yeah. So Probably pork rind. She's she's got uh-huh. some pork rind that she's she's taken from the rations for this particular spell. Ten foot radius, you said. Uh, between a ten foot square, centered on the point. Okay, and range. how long does that last? Uh, it just means that you have to do a dexterity saving throw or fall prone. Okay, it but it doesn't have like a a, a length of time or uh, anything. One minute. Oh, one minute. Okay, that's what I'm looking. Yep. For. And the creature that enters the area or ends its turn there must also succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, so she goes. Her, her... That is going to include you as well, I think. <laughs> Wait, Very... are that close? Yeah, you're you're literally right next to the guy. Oh, all right. Well, that's fine. <laughs> this is gonna be so. Basically, <laughs> you just turn this whole area with Hang all on. of you guys into a big old before, slip and slide. Hold on. So before <laughs> she casts the spell, she jumps up in the air to fly. Okay. And uh, then or, she casts the spell. I will let you do that for your movement. Okay. And then the spell. Yeah, she casts the spell. That's smart. Ooh, things are gonna get greasy. Literally. Greasy. Are, are you saying a magic word? Well, if I would tell you to hang on, but um, I know you're going to fall anyway. Sit him. So it's a dex. Am I sexy? <laughs> so it's a dex saving throw at the end of everybody's turn? No, just now. Oh, right now? Yeah. Okay. When so, the grease appears. And then at the end of everyone's turn. Yeah. So she tosses the pork rind, the pork rind says okay. the words. And what do they need to be? Does it say? Uh, they just need to succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Okay. 
Let me, um, it should give us, like, it's gotta give us something to be. Like a parameter, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. it says attack save dex 11. Okay, 11, perfect. So we that's have to do 11 or more. Yep, so, yep. um, Plus so both, fingers, so that's... yeah, Lilith and Jackbeard right. have to do a, a dexterity saving throw. And remember, since you're drunk, you have a disadvantage Oh. on that. So good luck. Okay. Good luck, Lilith. Right, so that means you have to roll twice and take the worst roll. Okay. Yes. Jackbeard succeeds. Oh, I got a nat 20. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's a success. Okay. Well, either way, she got like a 21 and then and, her and, nat 20 on yeah. the second one. Oh, my so God. She, yeah. It's fine then. <laughs> All right, I so roll, you guys both I succeeded. I roll better when I'm drunk. <laughs> yeah. She's doing like some drunken master monk shit right now. Yeah, right. Like she got better. She went all Jackie Chan and stuff. Um, so yeah, you both succeeded on that roll. Um, but here on after, everybody in that area is going to have to succeed. So we'll, it'll be wet and wild to come. Um, we are back at the top of the round. Um, <laughs> Lilith, it's back to you. What do you want to do? All right, so if it's still a little slip and slide, does my move oh, yeah. go a little faster? Uh, like, do I get not like necessarily, extra? but you can always you can always try something, and we'll see what happens. Okay, so um, who's next to me at this point, Jack? You yeah, you got you got Jack Beard right here. Okay, so. I want to try and seduce him. I want to drunkenly seduce him. And in the process of drunkenly seducing him, uh, oh, maybe because I still don't know my strength, I'm going to try and like um, kind of push him, you know, like like push myself on him and see if that does anything, if that are accidentally you, gonna, pushes him over. Are you going to do the accidental? Oops, I slipped. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Okay, so I think what I'm gonna do for this, because there's so many, <laughs> so many things involved, I'm gonna have you do a performance role for this. Okay. Um, because basically you're like, <laughs> you're you're acting. So let's do a yes. performance role and see see how that goes. Okay. So I'm like. Ooh, and you ooh. have advantage of this because that's charisma. Okay, so let's roll twice. Ooh, gross. That was a one. And then, and then 19 was my second. All right. So the, uh, but it's my advantage, right? So 19. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I got a 19. Oh God. Uh, so, okay. So, um, <laughs> you managed to, um, what is Okay. Give me, what do you say to Jack Beard as you, um, you do the oops and you, and you slide into him. What do you, what are you saying to him as okay. this happens? Um, ever enjoy a, a gal, lonely gal on a cruise? Why don't you be my date tonight? Mmm. Something like that. And I'm so, bad <laughs> so is your plan also to try to knock him overboard? Yes. During this like, uh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. But the idea, again, just kind of like the same deal where I would be like, whoop, like, like, oh, Who's going to okay. catch me? You're not trying to knock him overboard, but it may yes, happen. Yes, but, but I want to see if it will. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, 
fucking shit. So this is what happened. So you you slide into him, and he's just he's he's so um he he's very surprised. He's on the ship to fight what he thinks is a bunch of villains, and then he's since he's a dwarf, it's just this big pair pair of snake breasts, <laughs> just eye level, just smush right into his face. <laughs> and and he's just enveloped right in him, and he's oh oh, oh um, and he's just so like caught off guard by the voluptuousness, and um and he's he is a little bit charmed by it and stunned. Um, he manages to um brace himself against the back of the ship though, does not fall over, but you've definitely um caught him off guard here for a minute, uh, but. Go ahead and do your, um, now that you've done that, do your dexterity saving throw to make sure that you don't slip in the grease some more. Okay. You're like, oh, this boat's rocking. Maybe we should be making a knocking. <laughs> uh, 16. Oh, wait, do I do double? Disadvantage on this one. Okay. So then the other one. There's 16, uh, so 22. So 16 is my lowest one. Okay. So you uh, you managed to just stay pressed up against Jackbeard, against the rail, who is just uh, motorboating. Basically, his face is just right up in there. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what's going on here, I guess. <laughs> well, Joseph um, knows that uh, when I'm drunk, I'm all dead weight. So I'm probably putting all my... <laughs> Yeah, all of my like. Uh, I've, I've had to carry her to bed before. <laughs> um, Gregory is up next. He's going to use his move action to slide the twenty feet down the mast, and then he's going to move about ten feet up here to try to get a better look at what the heck is going on. He's he wants to attack, but he's not sure what to do. He's not sure how this is going to work out. So. He's going to decide to hold his attack um, with his crossbow um, to where if if the keg golem were to get back on board, he's going to go ahead and fire at the keg golem. So he's just going to hold his attack and wait. Um, it's Waslow's turn. Two questions. Mm-hmm. Is there is there I don't have outright lightning yet, but is there a way Rochelle, that at some point we can combine two attacks to make Grease Lightning our combined <laughs> ability. Can I, cast gre- can I cast Grease again if I have enough spell slots? Like I can cast the same spell twice. Um, I mean, yes. Okay. Yeah, well, I, I don't mean, have lightning it, it, though. Yeah, the Grease is oh. still there right now. But yes, so. at some point we will yeah. have a okay. combined. Force. All right, we'll work on that. We'll workshop it. Okay. Grease yeah. lightning, go grease lightning. Yeah. Second question: exactly. Is this grease uh, inductive at all? If I were to cast fire on it, would it like? Uh, is it oil like, or is it would it just like not? Is it like flame? I don't know. Resistant. Well, it's based in pork rind. I, I mean, it's it's pork basic pork grease. Uh, so if you get it hot enough, grease does burn. Yeah. And like, then we'll grease smell, fires are dangerous. It'll smell really good too. Okay, grease yeah, fires are dangerous. Like I've heard. <laughs> grease fires are dangerous. You got to be real careful with those. So yeah, grease. Oh uh, uh, yeah, those have been my favorite uh, fried turkey <laughs> uh, 
videos. Have you seen those when they put or watching those things? Turkey. Yeah, like explode. Oh my oh, god! Yes, they put they're like the frozen turkey inside a boiling <clears throat> hot oil grease thing, and it overflows, and it just fucking yep. goes up in flames. Uh, okay, and this is our ship, correct? So I yes, I, it's your ship. Well, okay, so I don't want to burn it. Well, it's it's our ship <laughs> that we borrowed. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Is okay. a ship that you are currently sailing on in the middle of the sea. <laughs> yes. Sail away, sail away. Right. Sail away. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then I'm I'm a little nervous to cast my fire. Um and I can't really cast a lot of my AoE effects because everyone's so bunched up. I'm just gonna chaos bolts again. See what happens. Okay. Okay. Let me roll. I'm shooting at a Jackbeard again. Sure. Better. 18. 18 hits. Sweet. Okay, then um, for Chaos Bolt. No, there's things to it. Okay, so I roll 2d8s plus 1d6. I choose one of the d8s to see what type of damage it is. So I'm going to do that yeah. first. Uh I choose you. Pikachu, I choose you. <laughs> okay, got a four and then a another four. So it's definitely force. So I'm using the force. Uh, that is the <laughs> type. And then my 1d6. Go eight. Lame. So nine damage, uh, nine force damage towards uh, Captain Jackbeard. But it, I guess the way I understand it, force is just like... Uh, kinetic force so could that yes. potentially push him over if with that nine damage force damage basically is just like concentrated magical energy that isn't like a specific um like element or anything like that so the advantage of of force damage is that um it's one of those things that the majority of like creatures and other things don't have any kind of resistance or anything to it so that's basically what it is. So it, picture it as like, uh, it's not like Star Wars Force. It's it's basically just like, bam, like magical damage just kind of happens to you. Okay, you can't really resist force damage. Right, basically, yeah. That's that's basically the, um, the fun part. You said you did nine? Yeah, nine damage. Uh, what, what spell slot was that? That was first level spell. So I only have one more slot left, I think. Okay, um, roll and see if you do a wild magic search. Okay. Um, what was it again? I, I rolled an eight. Okay, uh, so no, no search. Okay. Okay, with that, it is finally Jackbeard's turn. Um, so he's, he's finally going to, he's going to try a couple things. He's going to try to, um, one, He's going to try to shove Lilith off of him real quick, regaining his senses, realizing his, um, <laughs> his, um, basically the, the oath he took as a hero to vanquish the people like you, the, the miscreants. He's going to do his best to try to get Lilith off of him, um, with a, um, a shove. He's going to use strength here. Um, he's going to fail that. So Lilith is still <laughs> just right up in his business. Um, <laughs> he has a multi-attack. So his other thing he's going to do is he's going to try to use his whip and he's going to try to, um, grapple 
the keg golem with it and whip him back onto the ship. See if it works here. So he uh, he pivots sideways um, and and man just whip his arm down, grabs a hold of the the keg golem and whips the keg golem back up into the uh, into the ship. So the keg golem staying next to him. I'm gonna do a deck saving throw and see if he managed to stay on his feet in the grease, which he does. He is still standing. Uh, Yay, it is now. More beer! Does, does the does Jack Beard manage to stay standing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Both, so him and the golem both. Well, the golems about we're about to find out. Oh, you're gonna roll. The golem okay. just got up there. Okay. Um, it's the golem's turn right now. The golem uh, succeeds, and then the golem looking at its master, who is just all up in the snake, is going to do a rolling charge where. It, uh, it jumps down onto its side and it's going to roll directly towards Lilith and try to knock her away. So Lilith, do a, do a deck saving throw. Okay. Oops. <laughs> that was a ding. <laughs> right. Ding. Uh, with disadvantage. Uh, and then roll twice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This one's my lower. So a nine. Okay. That was the Okay, got that it. That was my low uh, yeah, that was my lower one. Okay, so Lilith. The the keg golem gets up, rolls on it to its side, and barrels barrels into you and sends you sprawling over to the edge of the ship. Uh so you are now over to the side. Um, All right, and now, in that process I'm gonna let myself loose and be like just sliding through um but after that he rolled in that one so he he can't he can't get up he's he's prone after he did the roll so he's he's just sliding around in that grease unable to get up right now um lynn is your turn and um, so you've been you've been flying around right now, and I'll say at, at some point you're going to need to land after this turn um, instead of like hovering around indefinitely or else you're going to start getting exhausted. All right. So Len touches down just outside of the zone of Greece. OK, so where um, just point out where you want to. Uh, she's going to touch down like kind of towards where, where Lilith, Lilith is. Because yeah. Lilith is outside where of the Lilith Greece now. Where Lilith went sliding. Uh, OK. And she's 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 going to try a little conversation. Um, so she's, she's, okay. she's kind of looking at the situation and she's just like, so, uh, Yak, what was your name? Yakbeard? Jackbeard. Yeah, whatever. Um, how, how do you think that, and I get that you're a hero and you're always supposed to destroy villains and all that, but think about it. You know how to sail ships and what's the difference between you sailing without all of us on the ship and you just sailing us all next to Hammerfall? Let's just all go to Hammerfall. We'll break open the ale golem, have ourselves some ale, and we can all go to Hammerfall and we can have a grand old fight over there. But but just think about it. You're outnumbered. My friend here really. You could have some uh, some good time with her. She's she's a, she's a keeper. Well, no, yeah. she's not. But she's tell, she's definitely a talent. She's, she's, she's a temporary pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Temporary <laughs> clutch. 
Dorothy is not and, wrong. And <laughs> I, I just, I don't see how you're going to win this one. Like, you are definitely outnumbered. So why don't you use your self-preservation skills or whatever they teach you in hero school and... Okay, are you Leave trying to, be. you're going to try to persuade She's him? She's trying to okay. persuade him. Uh, so go ahead and roll for this. It's not going to be easy. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> I'm doing persuasion, right? Yep. Okay. I'm rolling. <laughs> <Is> that a- <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> an eight. Okay. Waslo, Waslo tries to add some support to her to, to help her or persuade him by just yelling, Yeah! <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right. Um, Jack Beer um, kind of studies you for a moment. And he says, <laughs> "So, I bet you're thinking I'm gonna fall for your tricks. You're thinking I am gonna take up your offer? No, you sank me ship. You killed me crew." I'm one of the big ten. One of the greatest heroes alive. And that means I don't even need to live through this fight. I just gotta stop you villains from carrying on. And something tells me now that you're trying to negotiate. It means you're getting desperate. No, I just I just wanted some ale. <laughs> I thought you could share too, but I guess you don't want it. Did you say you were a big 10? I like a big 10. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be plenty more ale for you, but you can bet on that. Yeah, but now we're going to have to drink it without you. Our plan to drown you in it. Uh, please promise me that. Please. <laughs> Does, so, Lent, was that her action? Was trying to persuade him? Does she you, get anything else? You, you get. Um, no, you, you can do like one, you know, quick conversation thing. But now you can, um, you can do an actual action if you would like. Yeah. All right. Fine. Have it your way. So she goes in for the attack, flying, of course, because like, the floor is greasy. Yes. And she goes in with her dagger. The, the okay. Who are you gonna go after? <laughs> oh, she's going after the um. Jackbeard. Jackbeard. Okay. So it, it won't be a sneak attack, but um, so uh, go ahead and roll your uh, d20. Nine. Oh, wait, okay. wait, wait. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, nine. nine. Okay. So he, uh, he, he sees you coming at him with his, his dagger with all of your, um, your shit talking and everything, and he um, gets his rapier out and he meets your blade. Um, with his as they they clash and he shoves you back towards the direction that you were coming at. It's now Lilith's turn. Am I on dry dry side of? Yeah, Lilith, you were now in a dry spot. You were not in the grease area, so the grease area is basically just surrounding these guys here. I still think I'm um, invincible, so I'm gonna move forward even to the grease. I'm back oh, on. No. All right, deck saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did a nat 20. Do the next one. Oh my god. My I know. My lower one is a 15. <laughs> That's you're fine. You, so you move in there, you're still doing your you're using your tail to balance yourself and you just slither right in through that grease. No problem. Awesome. Alright, so I'm still thirsty. Like, 
I'm so glad you're alive. Uh, I'm still thirsty. Come here. Come here. <laughs> what? Well, don't run away from me. Come here. Okay, how about if I grab my whip and try and like whip him closer to me? Like I'm just like whipping at him and trying to pull him towards me. Sure, you can try to uh, grapple him using the whip. Okay, so oh, maybe I don't even have it. I got a rope. <laughs> there you go. Shit. I got a rope. And if, if you want to try to lasso him with the rope, you can try to do that. Roll acrobatics. That'll be a disadvantage. You know what? Yeah, do athletics. Either that or acrobatics. I would probably do athletics since you're drunk. Ah. Ooh. <laughs> The sound of Lilith actually trying to get her rope out of her bag. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hold on. I'm just grabbing my rope. Crunch. <laughs> What's this? Oh, that's my tail. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So 18 plus 2, 20. All right. Oh, there's um, my rope. This is my rope. Oh, this is my rope. So you're okay. So you, uh, <laughs> you tied a lasso. You fling it around the, the keg golem, and the keg golem is now grappled by this rope. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. Oh, my like God. Slowly pulling him yeah, in. Yeah, I just, like, try to pull. See, like, oh, it's slippery. <laughs> Gregory is up next. He's going to try to um, he's gonna try to shoot Jackbeard with his uh, crossbow here. He shoots... And it misses and just um, plunges a bolt right into the uh, the side of the ship right next to him as Jackbeard's just kind of slipping around and uh, is sliding through the grease. That's what ends up saving him from, from the crossbow bolt. It is Waslow's turn. Can these cannons be moved or are they stationary? Uh, they are on wheels. They can be moved, yeah. yes. Can I aim one of the cannon that I'm near at Jackbeard? Just roll it over there. Roll um, it around. I'll, I'll probably have you do. Um, I'll do. Have you do like a little strength check just to see if you're strong enough to maneuver, maneuver that cannon enough to turn it. But yeah, I will let you do that. So do a strength check for me. Oh boy! All right, let's see. Yep. Okay, sixteen. Yes. So you were able to um, move that that cannon. Um, and, and it just kind of pivots and you're aiming it towards the position of the keg golem and Jackbeard. All right, spells aren't working, so, uh, okay, here we go. So he, Waslow rolls it around, and uh, since he had preloaded it, I'm just going to take a shot. Oh, my God. Okay, what was in there? Uh, did you load it with a, a cannonball or did you load it with a fireball? I'll let you choose right now. Uh, I'm going to say fireball because we initially, or when I was firing at the other ship, we were trying to take the sails down with the fireballs. Are we going to have a grease fire? <laughs> oh, no. Go ahead and um, roll a d20 for me. Okay. Waslo, he snaps his fingers uh, to light a little flame and then like puts it on the wick. Here we go. Let me roll that 20. 13 so you fire this 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 fire um this fire bomb arcing up in the air and it slowly starts coming down and everybody's just kind of watching it like everyone just stops what they're doing 
and they're looking up in the air and they're hearing that and uh it's it's slowly coming down captain jack beard jumps out of of the way but the keg golem gets slammed with this firebomb <laughs> i want you to roll a uh, 3d8 damage 16 the firebomb just slams into the the keg golem who explodes <laughs> and splinters and and Wood and fire go flying everywhere, and uh, the the ale is just shoots up into the air, and the grease on the the ship catches fire. So now there's a roiling fire everywhere, and then I need um, Jackbeard, Lilith, Gregory, and Lynn all need to do a deck saving throw because. So much mayhem just happened there that you're going to either get hit. Uh, if you fail, you're going to get hit with a little bit of excess damage. And some of the ale may have landed in your mouth and you may end up drunk. <laughs> <laughs> also, the ship is on fire. Just so you are aware. Oh, good lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Lynn. Eight. Eight. Okay. What did Lilith roll? Eight. 18 was my lowest. Okay. Lilith, you were still drunk and mastering around. You ended up dodging all the debris, all of the the ale. Lynn, you just took um, eight bludgeoning damage. God damn it. And you are now drunk. You're welcome. Jack, Jackbeard also managed to dodge everything and kept his mouth shut. Poor little Gregory. 11 points of damage. And Ooh. is also drunk. As well that the hell was for after the fight. Ooh, girls got wild. Waslo <laughs> 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 thought you guys were pre-gaming. Uh, it is now Jack Beard's turn, and he sees all the the carnage mayhem uh, along here, and now with the ship on fire, which we will pretend is right here because I don't have a fire token. He just, he starts laughing and he's like, <laughs> I might not, I have to stop you if you destroy your own ship. I'll just help the process along. Uh, he starts heading over to the mast. He jumps and starts climbing the mast for his turn. But Lilith and Gregory both are going to get an opportunity of attack. All right, so I'm doing an unarmed strike. A nine plus six, 15. The Lilith just starts swinging her fists and her tail, like just going crazy. Just like, you know, doing the thing where she turns her head the other direction and starts flailing all of her, <laughs> her appendages <laughs> at him. He just runs past and just runs around her. Um, Gregory whips out his trident, though, and does manage to, um, to just kind of shank him across the arm a little bit um, for four damage. It wasn't a lot. Uh, Lynn, it's your turn. Um, he is scrambling up the mast. He's about, with his movement speed, he's only about like 10 feet up that mast so far. So how far away, <laughs> math problem, how far is he away from me at that angle? <laughs> right, if he is here, <laughs> and, and 15, <laughs> 20, the train come in? 30, 40. What is the hypotenuse of this triangle? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So he's 20 feet across from you and then 10 feet up. So 30 total. 
That's not the hypotenuse. I don't. I'm not talking about <laughs> hypotenuse. This is this is a math class. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if I'm within range. Oh my god. I would say I am because this spell. Twenty has a, feet. Okay, I'm in range. <laughs> so, Jesus. She, <laughs> Lava Jesus, save me. Someone uh, attempts. She's going to try for. Uh, she got Ooh. an ice knife. Okay, that's new. Um, let's see. Um, so she, I create a shard of ice and fling it at one creature within range. I make a ranged spell attack against the target, and on a hit, the target takes 1d10 piercing damage, hit or miss. The shard then explodes, and then the target and each creature within five feet of it must succeed on dexterity saving or take 2d6 cold damage. Okay. So what's the save DC for that one? Dex 11. Okay, so uh, how much damage? Well, first she has to cast a spell. She goes, fire! But she's not very good at it because it's her, like... She says fart? Like, fart! Like when she's golfing? She, <laughs> well, she's, she's like, also fart! drunk. It kind of sounds too. like that. It's fart. No, it's fart, but she's like, and It, it kind of it works. So, she, she would, <laughs> so that's a hit. 1d10 piercing. Okay. So, uh, explodes and what happens? 2d6. Roll it. 14, 15. Oh, shit. With the piercing damage. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what do you spell like? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've been wanting to try that one. <laughs> Lilith, it's your turn. All right, Drunk Snake. You are, um, let's see, 5, 10, 15 feet away from the mast, and he is 10 feet up the mast. Can I use my rope? Yeah, you know, I, I kind of forgot to account for what would would have would have happened to that rope when Laszlo <laughs> destroyed it. I was wondering. Yeah. Um, we'll just say it's a, a little bit smaller now. Okay, so it's not 50 feet anymore. What would you say it is we'll, now? We'll, we'll say it's now 30 feet. All right. <laughs> we'll say you All lost right, well, about 20 feet. Maybe I can use the rope to, like, lasso him instead. Okay. You could use your movement to walk up there and then try to lasso him, like, pull him back down. Oh, you want to do that? Let's do it. So, Lilith, you, you move up towards the bottom of the mast, and then you um, you throw your rope up, trying to lasso and pull him back down. So, either athletics or acrobatics for me. I'm going to do athletics since I still got my strength. Oh, that was a bad roll. A little better. Uh, 16 plus 2, 18. As he's scrambling up, he sees the the uh, lasso coming for his ankle, and he manages to move his ankle just in the nick of time. As he um, he's got his like sword and his his teeth, and he like pulls it out, and he like reaches up and he kind of leaps a little bit, stabs his uh, uh, rapier into the mask, pulls himself up just a tiny bit more as the lasso brushes just the bottom of his, his boot and falls back down to the deck of the ship. Why do you keep leaving me? What did I do to you? You just enjoyed me. Forget about him, Lilith. He's an asshole. He is an asshole. You're right. He's an asshole. I don't need him. You're right. He's an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Gregory runs over. To, uh, towards the back of the ship, um, and he he grabs um, an empty bucket with uh, one of his own ropes, and he starts lowering it down to try to scoop up some water, and um, tries to uh, starts pouring water on the fire, 
I'm just gonna see how how successful he is. Pretty good. Um, so the the fire is starting to go out a little bit, but it's still going, and there is uh, smoke starting to form towards the back, which will start to obscure some of the vision in the next round if um, another round continues without the fire being completely put out. It is now Waslow's turn. You tell me if this would work. Waslo is thinking about how far up the uh, mast is, um, or the, the, the pole, whatever, is Jack Beard right now. Just 10 feet right now. He's 10 feet up it? How tall is yes. it? Yes. Uh, we're going to say about like 30. Okay. So that actually works out. So what I'm going to do, what Waslo's going to do is I'm going to cast Minor Illusion, and I... I don't know in what form it comes, but can I make it look like there are like uh, razor wire or something like at that area of the mast to deter him from continuing his climb? Absolutely. Yeah, he'll he'll try to roll to see through it and see if he can see through the illusion. He reaches up, just kind of wiggles his fingers and makes it look like there is a razor wire about, you know, five feet above where Jackbeard currently is. Mm-hmm. And I think it cast in a five foot radius is about, yeah. yeah, five foot cube is about how much area I can cover with my minor illusion. So, okay. yeah, so about five feet of razor. Jackbeard starts clambering up um, and, and then he sees the this razor wire show up in front of him and he, and he pauses for a moment and then he grabs his, his rapier and starts prodding at it and sees that the rapier goes right through what he thought was was the wire and then he looks over at you and sees you like kind of twinkling your fingers up in the air with the, with your like little smug grin <laughs> on your face <laughs> and, and, and then he just kind of um, looks at you and then starts climbing up a little bit more just uh, right through where the illusion was. Now do you have bonus actions? I feel like sorcerers can cast a, a second cantrip as a bonus. So I can convert, I can gain additional spell slot. I can cast, if I use my sorcery point, I could cast uh, an empowered spell, which would let me reroll some of my attack damage. Okay. Um, and a, Or a twinned spell, which will let me cast another spell on a different target. But as of right now, those are the only actions that I have with my sorcery points. Okay, just want to make sure. Yeah. Got it. And that was a cantrip? Yeah, that was just a cantrip. Okay. Uh, Lynn, you're up. All right. So. Or wait, nope. Sorry. Jack Beard's up. I'm so sorry. You're on deck. Um, I'm ready. Waslo tries to be clever, though. He's just like, oh, w- watch your hands. Look out for the uh, razors. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Beard uh, continues his uh, ascent up, up to the sails. And he is going to be, you know, about the 30 feet up. Len doesn't realize that uh, the razor blades are fake. So she's real <laughs> excited. Like, I, I hope that you slice your hands up. All of them. Get them. Uh, <laughs> Asshole. With a swift motion, he grabs um, one of the, he grabs his rapier out. And then um, with his other motion, he uses his whip to um, wrap it around the mast to kind of steady himself so he can lean out a little bit to the side. Then with his rapier, he brings it slashing down onto one of the sails to rip through it. 
doing 15, 14 damage against the sails of your ship. So he he just essentially like rips this huge corner out of one of the sails. Um, and you can start hearing the wind start howling through the hole in the sails as your ship starts to slow down just the tiniest bit as the wind starts blowing through. How did you do that for? Oh, no. Now it's your turn, Lynn. So she flies up and she swipes. She's swiping at him, at him with her daggers. Okay. So. Okay, so go ahead and roll for your first attack. <laughs> 19. Hits. Six. So she's going to swipe with the other dagger. 19. Hits. And. Seven. All right, so Lynn, you fly up there. You're like eye level with the guy, and you plunge one dagger in, like it, like just towards like his back, and then shove the other dagger in, and just kind of rip through, like towards the back of his his like leathers, like down his shoulder blades, and pull your your daggers back out, and he starts to stumble a little bit, and he's just like just screaming out in pain, his blood's just pouring out of his back, and he's just barely hanging on, keeping himself up there in the the sails trying to destroy as much of your ship as possible to do the most damage. Lilith, you are up, my friend. I am now uh, transitioning into a very angry drunk (laughs) where... (laughs) Lynn has been there. (laughs) Yeah, from a sad drunk to a a horny drunk. Now we're an angry drunk. And... uh, (laughs) All right, so I would like to use, again, an arm strike, but this time to, like, use my strength to break the the thing that he's climbing on. Are you going to break the mast? Wait. Oh, okay. Wait, no. <laughs> I'm pissed. <laughs> I am pissed. <laughs> oh, no. Go ahead and roll yeah. for that. Let's see how strong I am. It would be six plus six, 12. The, the, you, you are able to punch that mask. It's just a big pole in front of you. I'm going to spend another key so that I can use my bonus and uh, do flurry so that I can uh, <laughs> keep going. Yeah, two on arms, right? So then I'm going to do twice when I do flurry. Nine plus six. Fifteen is the first one. Okay. Yep. And, and then, and then uh, this is eleven. All right. So. Yep. All of those hit. <laughs> all of us hit all the mask. All those hit. Uh, three plus four. That's seven. And then two six. So just twice. I think you did. Three, didn't you? Three. Okay. Three total hits. Yeah, three three total. Okay. Yeah, so one more time. Seven again. Twenty Damage. total. Alright, so angry drunk Lilith slithers <laughs> around this mask and just starts slamming her fists and her tail against it, just in this fury of blows, and the mask starts to crack around the center. Um it doesn't it doesn't completely break, but she hits it hard enough. That uh, in his weakened state, Ganonball Jackbeard starts to slip from his position and uh, where he was using the mask to kind of um, prop himself up so he could have a better shot 
at like slicing through the sails and stuff like that with his whip. He loses his footing and now he is just dangling from the whip. So feet just dangling in the air, his um, rapier just slashing out wildly, trying to wreck as much of the sails as he can, but he no longer has the wherewithal to really keep his footing or anything. So he's basically just hanging for his life. Gregory's turn, he's gonna attempt to put out this fire before the ship burns down and <laughs> and Thank God's for Gregory. And the uh. and the smoke obscures your vision. It, it uh, he uh, loses the bucket. Uh, a shark comes up and bites the rope. Um, There's a shark. There are sharks swimming around the water. A shark comes up, snaps the rope. Gregory um, just curses and and kobold noises, like little squeaks and whistles, and starts flailing his arms about, real upset. Uh, The fire begins to grow again, and smoke begins to obscure your vision. Lynn, it is your turn, but now there will be disadvantage against attacks with the smoke obscuring your vision until this fire is put out. Okay. Um, and damage is now going to start happening to the whole of the ship for each turn. Len's still up in the air from when she had attacked um, Jackbeard. And so she's, she knows the situation now. She sees what Lilith had done and sees that he's just hanging on by that whip. So she just swipes at the whip to cut it with her rapier or with one of the daggers in her hand. Okay. Is there a disadvantage there? Yes. So do I roll twice and take the lowest? Yep. Seven. Seven. What I'm gonna do because it, because we're not um, because it's not him. You're rolling against the whip. So I think what I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna roll, and we'll see if you beat the number that I roll. And if if you do beat it, you'll hit it. Okay. Missed by one. Okay. So you're just with the smoke obscuring your vision. You're slashing around. You're so close, and you just barely miss that whip. In fact, you can. As you shoot past it, you feel your one of your wings kind of brush against the the leather of the whip as you go by with your attempt. Can she to- try twice because she's got the other deck? Like she swipes with both daggers. If you you want to use your bonus, yeah, I'm gonna use my bonus. Use your bonus. Try she's it fine. again. She's just she's just blindly swiping at this point. Okay. <laughs> Twelve. With uh with the. The dagger slicing through the whip, Jackbeard begins to plummet to the bottom of the ship and with a scream, splat! He splatters onto the deck of the ship with a loud crack and some of the the wood splintering. Jackbeard breathes his last breath. Fight over. (laughs) Everyone chokes on... (laughs) Waslo turns turns around with the fire to his back and just like that little dog gif he's like it's this is fine this is fine (laughs) hearing that that last like loud boom and then everybody kind of silent and then Waslo saying this is fine Mark starts like slowly picking his head out of his shell and he's like uh so is everything good now Uh, wait what the heck happened to the ship Where's all the smoke coming from, guys? Well, we, we won the fight. Are you drunk? No. You sound drunk. You sound drunk. But I'm not drunk. I've been in my shell the whole time. That's what they all say. What? How many? You should be 
should be saying thank you, because you're welcome. Is anyone up here not drunk? Laszlo's not drunk, unfortunately. He's drunk on power. Can you explain the dead dwarf, all the smoke, and why the ship's also on fire? And who cracked the mask? Uh, so... That asshole. They they (laughs) did everything you see that's wrong with the ship. That was done by the enemy, which we have now vanquished. So, uh, is there any kind of reward you can give us? Uh, maybe putting the fire out would be a good start. Oh, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Uh, Mark, like, waddles up to, uh, to where the fire is. He, he pulls out, like, a little, um, seashell. He whispers a few things into it and then just turns the seashell over. A bunch of, uh, water just keeps pouring out of that seashell, dousing the fire. And after a few minutes, it goes out and the smoke begins to clear. Perfect. Oh. Mission accomplished there. Uh, so, uh, who's who's the dead dwarf guy? Oh, oh, hey, is that Captain Jackbeard? Jack off here? Well, that was real rude. Dead beard. It, it was Captain Jackbeard. You managed to kill one of the Big Ten, huh? He was no Big Ten. He did, was a loser. Did you check? I, I mean, five, five at best. Oh. Well, did you guys, uh, did you guys happen to loot his ship? I bet he had some real good stuff on there. We drank what he had. There was a ship? <laughs> well, seeing how we're still alive, I mean, you guys can help yourself to some of the fire peppers down below if you want. I mean, you can take some of those, I guess. We're going to have to make some repairs here, I'm thinking, if we want to keep on moving here. I don't feel so good. Can they take, like, can they just, like... Because she, she's so small, this does not affect her for very long. She just passes out on the deck. <laughs> yeah, not, not, now I'm getting like s- sleepy drunk. I'm going through all the stages. Yeah, she just passes out, and because yeah, Lilith was able to be drunk for longer because she's bigger. But Len is just <laughs> Len's just like two minutes, and she's I done. just spent two keys. I'm tired. Huh. So they're both passed out, and then Waslow's <laughs> left to help put the ship back together. <laughs> With the other two. Hey, uh, Wazzo there, are you good with uh, a needle and yarn or anything like that? You know how to sew? Wazzo knows of sewing. Yeah. Uh, you think you could get up there and repair that, uh, that sail? Uh, sure. Wazzo will try. Gregory runs over to you real quick and hands you your missing fleece. Can Mage Hand sew for me? Can I make it sew for me? (laughs) Yeah, why not? Okay, perfect. So he casts this like spectral hand and just it floats up, carries the fleece with it and starts manipulating the sail, starts trying to sew as Waslo just supervises. I'm thinking of you as like Mickey Mouse with the sorcerer's hat, like with the bird. <laughs> yeah, just trying just, to like waving my hands around. So, uh, should we just throw this dwarf overboard? Let the sharks have him, or what do you think? Uh, does, does he have any treasure on him? Can we loot him first? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I guess we could do that if you want. Check if he is 10 inches. You're passed out. Like a true, <laughs> like a true pickpocket. You just wake up from being right. passed out to check if he's 10 inches and fall <laughs> back asleep. Check if he was a big chest. Let me know, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> when you go to loot his body, um, you find you find a number of good things. I mean, he's got his two weapons, which you can. Well, his whip is destroyed, so never mind about that. Oh, he's got a, a rapier that's plus one. He's got about thirty three shines on him. He has um, a couple of a couple of handy items. He's got something called a pipe of smoke monsters. He has uh, smoldering studded leather armor and one potion of fire resistance. Like, is it small so it's about his size? The armor? It, it, it'll fit you. It can <laughs> Put fit him you. on as nipple tassels. <laughs> I wasn't sure how big it was. I was like, look at it. Look at it. Studded. All right. This seemed like you had some goodies. Uh, you want to help me toss him overboard or... Uh, does Waslo have to touch him? I mean, that that's how you gross a body, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Alright, so I help. Wait, do we want to cut his head off or anything? Would you guys want that or something? Like, I don't know. Is, Some people do that. Uh, do you think we could get a bounty for it or something? I mean, probably not. To be honest, if he's part of the Big Ten... Uh, you probably don't want any proof that you're the ones that killed him. I mean, in villain circles, I mean, yeah, it's it's gonna be pretty, pretty hardcore. Uh, it's gonna look real good for you. Uh, uh but it's also I, gonna I, put a big target on your back. You know. Uh, let's let's keep it just in case. All right. Uh, hey, Gregory, welcome over here. Um, get this. Uh. Help me take off this head. Gregory scurries over and just um, kind of assesses the situation real quick. He opens up this little um, this little pack that he's got, and he's got um, all these tiny little different saw blades. And he's just kind of rubbing his chin, looking at all the different ones. And he starts plucking a few up. He'll look at it, sniff it. Nope, put that one back down. Picks up another one. Nope, not that one. Picks up another one. Gives it a little sniff. Gives it a little lick. Ah, there we go. And just just start sawing through the head of Ganonball Jackbeard. You hear all the, the flesh and Sinu just start ripping. And then he gets to um, the, 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 the bone of like the, the spine and he's just having a little trouble just jerking it. You just hear the, the cracking and, and, and everything. And then finally... And he just, he's like, hmm. He holds it up for you. Just um, holding it by the hair. I was just holding it up in your face, Waslo. Waslo feels that you were uncomfortably prepared for that. <laughs> <laughs> Gregory uh, just kind of like doesn't really understand like why he, why you would ask or, or say that. He just kind of cocks his head to the side and he's like kind of shoving the head at your chest. Hmm. Uh, say, thanks, Gregory. He, he gives you a little nod and then scurries away to do some other things. You know, blood dripping from his hands and everything else. All right, let's uh, let's get the rest of them overboard here. We'll just keep on sailing through. We still got about, like, uh, let me see. Uh, evening, about now. Get through about another night. And then sometime in the dawn, we should be approaching Hammerfall, I believe. So, uh, Mark and, and Wazel, you shove the the rest of the body over the ship. A bunch of sharks come up and just start immediately chomping away at this thing. 
And Mark's like, well, it should be fairly smooth sailing for the rest of the way. You know, except for the one part that, uh, well, you'll see when we get there. But otherwise, uh, it should be, should be pretty good for, for, you know, next few hours. If you want rest for a little bit, you know, maybe tend to your drunk friends over there. Make sure they're not dead. <laughs> uh, all right. Wazla will check on them to ensure that they have survived. How are you guys surviving? <laughs> like, have any of you started <laughs> barfing yet, or are you just completely out? Len just passed out. All right, she's yeah. she's. I, I'm pretty little. sure I am barfing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a um. We'll let you guys do a long rest here, as um, as day, evening, becomes night. As darkness approaches, and you guys are are kind of cruising along here at a real steady pace and you're kind of pressing on away from the, the carnage at sea. The air begins to thicken a little bit and you can get the a little hint of the smell of sulfur that starts becoming heavy as you all kind of start to stir and awaken. You know, a little bit of little bit of headaches. Not too bad overall based on, you know, how bad things could have been Lynn and Lilith. In the distance, through the darkening smog, you can make out the silhouettes of mountains surrounding the crown city of Daggerforge, illuminated by the fire of the glass lamps directly south of it. The combination of the falling darkness and the thick smoke hanging in the air from the forges miles away makes it extremely difficult to see, especially in the darkness of the night. The vague torchlight on your ship, you can start to make out the silhouettes of large, jagged shapes jutting out from the water as you start to pass by, almost kind of like looming out over you as you can hear the creaking of old salt-worn wood. Uh, so, uh, this was that part that I was talking about earlier. Did you hear Mark's voice? Um, as he has taken over the helm since uh, the rest of you had, had gone to rest. Yeah, um, this part can get a little bit dicey. So we're just going to try to uh, power through here. Um, this is uh, this is called the Sailor's Lament. And it's basically a big old ship graveyard. You know, no problems. It should be fine. I mean, I've never, you know piloted a ship before or, you know, been through here. So, uh, oh, uh, okay, I'm starting to freak out a little bit, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie here. I've got real bad anxiety to begin with. I don't know if you noticed <laughs> just why I go into my shell. Uh, so, uh, you know, let's just do our best to, uh, you know, not die. All right. What? No, no. What do you? You, you, why are you stealing a ship that you don't even know how to captain? Well, there's a lot of fire peppers. Those are worth some money. Not if they're at the bottom of the sea. Well, I mean, you could always dive after them later. Couldn't you have just taken the fire peppers? But that's a lot of fire peppers to carry. I wouldn't have gotten away with it that easily. Do you have water? My head hurts. Ugh. There's plenty of water over the side of the ship. Ain't there? That's a sea. The sea's made of water, ain't it? 
Not for my hangover. So it's not the right kind of water, Mark. Gregory tosses Lilith <laughs> a, uh, a water skin, uh, which has about like a half gallon of water in it. Hey, uh, Lilith, can, can you share that a little bit when you're done with that? And uh, Gregory, do you know how... <laughs> you, you seem to know more about ships mm. and stuff. May, maybe... Uh, can we not? How far are we from land? Uh, you you still have like uh, you know about a whole night's journey. Like you won't approach land until about the dawn, and you're into like the early night. All right. Uh, yeah, Gregory. How how about it? How do you feel like being a ship's captain? Uh, Gregory looks over at Mark. Mark shrugs. Gregory shrugs and looks back at you. Shakes his head. That was not helpful. Uh, guys, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to steer a ship. Everyone, do a dex, dex saving throw. No disadvantage this time. Everybody's like back to normal. Nineteen. Nine. Nineteen. As the the ship goes along, all of a sudden it it rocks really hard, and you can kind of hear like a scraping sound as as the ship rocks against something else, and and it creaks. Uh, Lilith, you you kind of fall over, um, hit the hit the deck a little hard. Um, as does Mark, who pops into his shell again and goes sliding across the deck away from the wheel, goes like plunking down the stairs. Here, Gregory runs up and tries to take the 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 helm of the wheel as as best as he can to try to keep us straight. And Lilith and Mark, you're both going to take um, just like five damage of uh, bludgeoning damage from falling over. I'm seasick and post-drunk sick. Yep. Sailing along through this graveyard of long-forgotten ships lost to this unforgiving sea. Try a perception check. 21. 7. 14. Okay, so Waslow is not paying any attention to what's happening around him. <laughs> Why is I still thinking usual. about seeing Gregory cut that man's head off? <laughs> <laughs> He's experienced a little bit of PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> a little traumatized. But Lynn and Lilith, you notice just the, the lanterns on your ship. You can see that the light reflects off of something to your starboard side. As you glide along slowly through the water, as Gregory's trying to keep the ship steady as much as he can. And as you inch along, you notice a beautiful gold and silver necklace off of what looks like the remains of like a, a little bit of a, a skeleton that's kind of like draped over the side of another broken ship that's just stuck there um, on some rocks as you guys are gliding along. But this this necklace, gold and silver, featuring a, a golden dove at its center, a necklace of some poor soul that um, looks to have been impaled by the splintered lumber of their own ship as it broke apart upon those rocks that became its final resting place. The light catches it just right where it, it kind of gleams and catches your attention, Lilith and Lynn. Yes, shiny. That's mildly ominous, but I, I'm going to go get it. She's going to fly over because it's off of the ship, right? Well, the only tall folk Lilith would be able to reach it from the ship. 
you mm-hmm. being shorter, you would have to fly out and grab it. She's like hopping up, trying to get on like, ah, Lilith. <laughs> yeah, I can grab it. So Lilith, just do a, a straight up dex check for me. Okay. 21. You grab the necklace and manage to slide it just over the the skeletal remains, the, the skull, and without really disturbing the remains or anything like that. And you now have this beautiful shining necklace in your hand. Is it a locket or anything or just a necklace? It's just a necklace that has like a, it's, it's got like a charm uh, at the bottom that just looks like a golden dove. Is it big enough for my neck or small enough for Len? It's big enough. We'll, we'll, in canon, we'll just say if something gets handed to Len, she has an innate little magic thing that it'll just shrink to her size. <laughs> but for you, yeah, it's it's large enough for you. Um, in fact, the the skeleton that you had flipped it over looked a little like it was probably like elven in appearance. So not much different in size from from your height. But the chain itself is kind of like interwoven gold and silver with like little sapphires um, in the dove's eyes. <sighs> Can I? I, I saw it first. Do you have a mirror? Do you have it? I got to see this on me. No, don't put it on you. I saw it first. You're going to... No, no mirror. <laughs> we'll share. We'll share. Share. Let me see your sword. I need I need a reflection. Go ask Wadsla for his. <laughs> She's pouting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, if I put the necklace on, does anything happen? So as you put the necklace on, all sound seems to cease for a moment as if life itself has suddenly been sucked out of the air. For everyone? Yes. And then a wild scream fills the emptiness of the night as a ghastly elven apparition appears on the bow of your ship. Her hair and torn dress wild and flailing as if caught in a fierce wind and she quickly begins Floating towards you, hands outstretched, these pale blue, almost faintly phosphorescent arms with crisscrossing white veins wriggling about as if tiny insects were dashing through them. Her eyes fixate on you, Lilith. Finders keepers. Wazla has seen too much today. The, uh, the scream begins again and this this banshee opens her mouth agape and a swarm of small crabs starts skittering out of the mouth and down her chin and starts heading towards you uh oh that's that's not good give, just give the necklace back just it's, it's all yours she, she's giving it back right now just whatever you say get rid of crab friends please Gregory quickly um, grabs a little piece. Uh, he he takes off his belt and he like ties um, his belt to the um, to the helm and ties it off to try to keep the wheel um, steady. And then comes running down the stairs with his trident ready, um, just kind of watching this apparition um, approach you guys. I would I'd like to use my animal friendship. Oh, on the crabs. Yeah, so I'd like to use my animal friendship spell. Mm-hmm. And uh, to try and convince them to not harm us. Okay. 
And if their intelligence is four or higher, it fails, but otherwise they have to pass a wisdom, wisdom saving check. throw. So here's the thing. So you, you go to use your animal friendship spell, Lilith. Uh-huh. On this swarm of crabs. Nothing happens. You kind of poke and prod using the spell, and, and you're realizing that it doesn't feel right. Like something doesn't feel right about these animals coming towards you. Could be an illusion. An illusion of crabs, not real crabs. I'm over here like, pinch, pinch, claw, claw, claw. Come on, pinch, pinch. Trying to speak to that. That's, a, that's uh, your crab, 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 crab speech. Yeah, crab, crab, speech. crab, crab, crab. <laughs> crab, 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 pinch, pinch, pinch. The banshee continues moving forward, floating towards you and is now within about 20 feet from you, arms still outstretched. Uh, Crabs start um, swarming up around the masts, starting to pinch at the sails, starting to shred, um, almost like continuing the work of of Jack Beard before his untimely demise. Do they recognize it as a banshee? You can do an investigation or something like that if you would like to try I was going to say, because, yeah, Len would recognize the banshee, I would think. But I can still do an investigation to see. Go ahead. Or would it would that be investigation or like Arcana? You can do Arcana. I'll do Arcana. Like. Go ahead and roll. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. So Len, because you are you come from a land that is has tons of magic and things involved, you notice this is some sort of masterful illusion. The whole thing. The whole thing. And mm-hmm. as you notice that, you start feeling the ship start change direction and start heading towards a, another shipwreck on the rocks instead of straight where it was tied off. Uh, guys, I think we're heading in a direction we don't want to go. Gregory, why is the ship going towards that shipwreck? I, I'm getting that feeling again, like, like when we were in that one place and there was fake and illusions. I don't think any of this is real. This is fine. This is fine. (laughs) (laughs) Gregory looks just as confused as as the rest of you um, and starts kind of running around the ship. Gregory, get back to the wheel. He, he, Gregory runs over and starts swiping his trident at the illusionary banshee and his, he sees his trident starts going through it, but the um, banshee stares Gregory straight in the eyes and Gregory falls straight to the deck and appears to be dead. What? Oh. And the banshee continues forward. Ah! Lynn goes up to the wheel and tries to do something about it. Uh, Lynn, do a uh, perception check. 13. As, as you fly up there... Squatting next to the wheel and having severed the belt that was tying the the wheel in place, like squatting down, a vaguely feminine figure covered in blue scales with mossy green hair tangled up in seaweed draped over these wide eyes with a large gaped mouth, almost like a fish with dozens of sets of tiny little teeth. And she's huddled down as if trying to make herself really small one of her long, thin, webbed hands pulls away from the wheel of the helm as she was guiding it in a different direction. And and she backs up from you quickly. 
She stands, her long limbs revealing about a height of over six feet, although still somewhat like hunched over. And her eyes start darting around the ship in fear. And I need you, Lynn, to make a wisdom saving throw. Thirteen. Thirteen. You feel a a dark presence in your mind, almost like you want to go to sleep and never wake up. But you're able to kind of shake the, the feeling away from you. And as this happens, the crabs, the banshee, all disappear. Gregory wakes up completely fine. There's no damage to your sails. The creature in front of you, Lynn, starts to panic and, and huddles down and kind of puts her hands over her head, shrinking in her um, position, kind of like huddling up again and makes little noises as if she's sobbing. What? What? What's your deal? <laughs> stay. One. Stay. All right, you're going to have to give me more than that. What would you do to the, our ship? Just stay. Lonely. Me. Lonely. She points at some of the other broken ships and the skeletal remains that um, you pluck the, the necklace from. And she says, friends. And then points at you. Friends? One. Oh, no, we stay. Oh, we we don't we don't I don't do friends. I um guys, can, can, a little help here. Uh, we have places to be. Can can you come with us? Yes, we don't need to stay. Just come with us. Venture out. Uh, see what the world has to offer. She she looks very confused and kind of like frowns with this, you know, this fishy mouth that she's got. This huge frown appears on her face. She points at the the necklace that Lilith's wearing. She says, Give. Friends, stay. Thank you for the gift. You come. (laughs) No go. Friends, stay. And she starts, like, jamming her finger into the, the deck of the ship. And you can kind of see, like, one of her claws starting to make an indent in, in the, the wood there. Friends, stay. No, no, we're, we're yeah. still moving. Maybe ditch the necklace. Who's got a strong persuasion? <laughs> this <laughs> necklace is coming with me. All right, Wazla wants to, uh... uh Intimidate. I'm going to try to intimidate. Okay. Waslow will burn every ship in this what? We'll burn every ship in this graveyard if you do not leave us alone. Okay, go ahead and roll. God, today is not good for rolls for me. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a 10. She brings herself to her full height, a, a little over six feet, and stands over you. And, um,. Kind of walks up and you can you can smell the like this disgusting rotting fish smell, which is probably great for you to be honest. She stands over you and like the dripping seaweed tangled up in her hair is starting to drip onto your face, and 
she glares at you with this angry appearance. Stay. I, I, are those pheromones? Are you coming on to Weslo? <laughs> <laughs> she is. She covers her chest. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be shy. She's starting to um, bring her like her her hands are gripped a little tight. And now she's seeing that she's starting to flex her fingers a little bit. And you're seeing these long, dark claws start to come out just ever so slightly out of the tips of her fingers. And it looks yeah. like she's starting to kind of like, you know, tighten the muscles of her legs. Uh, Waslow is sorry. Waslow didn't mean it. Uh, Waslow will not burn every ship in the graveyard. Just most of them. So Len uses prestidigitation. Um, that is an attack, but she creates, she's like, hey, you sea witch or whatever you are. <laughs> and then she creates a, sh she's like, he's not kidding. And if he doesn't, I'll burn them all. And she sets off a shower of sparks. Um, with that, I'm going to have you do an intimidation also. <laughs> this is not going to work as well. <laughs> Seven. Uh, do you have any bonuses or anything? Uh, plus one. An eight? No, like literally, like, I rolled a six and it was intimidations plus one. She she bears her, her sharp teeth at you. Uh, Lynn, do a uh, dexterity saving throw. 22. The uh, sea hag tries to grab you, but uh, you manage to uh, fly right out of her grasp as she tries to latch on to you. Whoa, I had no, no, no. I don't do <sighs> I don't do the physical Stay. affection. No, I don't do the physical affection. It's just, <clears throat> it's not me. She uh, then turns and she runs for Waslo. Waslo, dexterity saving throw. Oh, man. 16. She grabs onto Waslo and she makes a break running for the side of the ship. With Waslo? Yes, holding on to Waslo. Uh, no, 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 no. And with a beautiful dive into the water, Waslo and the sea hag disappear beneath the waves. Damn it. I can't swim. Waslow has the loot. Uh, Lilith, neither of us can we, we I can't swim. Where's that shark? Let me go get him. Where's the shark? <laughs> Do a uh, perception for me real quick. Roll the three. <laughs> Plus three is a six. That's that's not that bad. Like, uh, I mean, sharks aren't too hard to find. Uh, you, you look overboard and you do see uh, there's a couple of sharks kind of around. Um, so you do notice one shark on the side, um, just kind of, you know, swimming around doing its thing. I'd like I'd like to animal friendship this shark. Okay. Uh, what do I need to beat with the wisdom saving throw? Ten. Beat ten? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shark beats it. This this is one of the sharks from that movie Deep, Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> He's genetically altered. Yeah. He ate Samuel L. Jackson right before he got here. So, no. Um, uh, is, can we see what, where Laszlo went into the water? You you know where he went in, yes, but okay. you cannot see yes. him right now. Okay, where's Len? Kind of goes running. She's like, "Where's the rope?" Oh yeah, the rope. Well, give me. I'll get the rope over to where he fell, and I'll bring the other end on the. Sh I'll try to 
throw the rope in the water. You hold on to it here. So like, Got she's it. gonna try to float on top. So she grabs the one end of the rope, has Lilith holding on to the one end, and she goes over to the water where Waslow went in, trying to like hover above the water and see if she can see below the, into the sea. See <laughs> into the sea. <laughs> you can try uh, either perception or investigation to see if you can see him at all. Shut perception. 22. 22. Okay, you can see you can see some air bubbles coming up through the water, um, indicating where he is. Now you don't know how far down he is, but you do know that he is there. Uh, I, I can see he's here, but I don't know if the rope. So she she dives into the water with the rope. Your <laughs> wings are very wet. Yep. You will not be able to fly at this point. Yep. Uh, Waslow. She knows this. What do you want to do? You were grappled by this sea hag. Do you have a plan? I guess I, I just have to kind of strength my way out of this. I don't have an alternative. Check if he if she's tickled. <laughs> yeah, is she is she uh, corporeal in the sense that like I can yep. touch her? Absolutely. Or, okay. Still, I don't. I, there's not a lot because I can't really do fire under here or anything. So. Yeah, just let me, just let me try to like push my way out or okay. wiggle out in whatever way I can. Try strength. I I will let you try dex as well. Okay. Well, that is a eleven. You are still in the clutches of this sea hag who is uh, trying to swim farther, farther down. Oh boy. All right, the shark. So the shark's still around. He's still around. Can I try again to do yeah. animal friendship? <laughs> Is it, yeah, if it's a cantrip, you can try as many times as you want. She's just um, desperately trying to befriend not. the shark. Uh, I'm just gonna use. I'm gonna use the necklace. Gonna pull the necklace off of my my neck and then just try and. What would it be? Would it be persuasion or how do I tease her to bring him back up? So, since you grip onto the necklace. And you're going to try to use it. Uh-huh. This necklace happens to be a cursed item. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's called Necklace of the Siren. The user will feel the compulsive need to sing whenever they can. As you're thinking about taking this thing off, and you're like, nah, I can, I can get this off. It's whatever. All of a sudden, Lilith just bursts into song. <laughs> <laughs> But this is what I'm going to give you. If, if, if the song is good enough, you will have the, the possibility of luring the creature back. All right. So for one, what do you sing? And then I will have you roll. Having the time of my life. Ooh, <laughs> there we go. Dance, see that girl. Watch that scene. Digging the dancing queen. Heck yeah. Okay. Uh, roll me your, your charisma real quick. All right. Eight. <laughs> well, they rolled a natural one. Oh, oh. Who is this angelic voice? <laughs> the, so the, the sea hag is, is just like thinking, man, I know I've heard this somewhere before. Like, I don't know. Was it in a movie? I can't, can't quite place. I know I've heard it. Like it is just lured by it and starts swimming back up to the top of the water and just kind of breaks the surface of the water. So now you can see 
She doesn't climb back on board, but you can see that, that her head and Waslow's head have now broken the surface of the water and they are visible as she's uh, just kind of like, uh, her flippers are just flapping along with the she's kind of she doesn't know the words I am but the she's dancing queen. <laughs> you 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 fished her out of the water using an earworm as bait yes Waslo, <laughs> the hag is distracted grab the rope uh, so she like swims yeah. over to him and gives him the rope Waslo grabs the rope i'm gonna give Waslo a chance to break out of her grasp with advantage because she is distracted okay Oh, good. <laughs> 18. Yes, you managed to bust out of her grasp. You grab onto the rope. Lynn, you're pulling the rope towards you. So now the two of you are both grabbing onto this same rope while the sea hag is just kind of bobbing her head along to the music like, yeah. Lilith, pull us up, but don't stop singing. <laughs> uh, Lilith, give me a an athletic roll real quick. All right. 13. 13. Okay. You were able to lift both Waslo and Lynn out of the water with ease on this rope. Gregory runs over to the helm and starts steering it in the right direction. And then let me give you, let me have you do a performance um, roll also. Just to see, we'll just see how much longer the, right. the siren here stays under your grasp. Disco's not dead. <laughs> she starts like snapping her fingers. But it kind of is. I got it. a two. My, my <laughs> Disco just died. Just, Disco, Disco just died. <laughs> I rolled a two. Okay. Uh, so the, the boat starts like going past her. She kind of snaps out of the, the trance as you hit a really sour note towards the end there. And she gets rolling mad. One, because you're leaving. <laughs> two, because it, it was real bad. That note was awful. <laughs> and what she does is she she gets her claws out and she just slams her hand into the, the back of the hole and just rips along the side of it. You guys have enough momentum going that you're getting away from her, but water is leaking into the bottom of the ship as you pass away. Pa not pass away. As you pass by. <laughs> we all just <laughs> And out of distance of the sea hat. Yay. Mark pops out of his shell. So how'd, how'd that go? We good? I heard some pretty jazzy tunes till like the end there. God damn it, Mark. You're a freaking <laughs> turtle. You could have gotten Wazzle out of the water, damn it. I didn't know anyone was in the water. I mean, you got to tell me these things. I mean, how how am I supposed to know what's going on? Jeez. Buzzkill. Buzzkill? Wazzle was saved by either really good singing or very terrible singing. Not sure. <laughs> Disco saves lives. Is there anything on the ship that we can use to repair the holes? Yes. So you see uh, in, in the bottom of the ship that is starting to fill with a little bit of water. There are some planks um, down there. There's plenty of uh, there's some mallets, um, nails, things like that. So, yeah, there is um, stuff down there to to repair. It'll take like uh, a little bit of time. So there will be some water that does fill the ship up in that time so you guys are going to be drifting a little bit but you can repair the ship hey i found some stuff to fix the ship but the hammer's the size of my arm so if someone could take care of that maybe 
Ugh. All right. <laughs> Waslo fixed the sails all by himself, so he can assist with the repairs of the ship as well. I still have my necklace, right? Nothing happened yes. to it. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're still wearing your necklace. Am I still cursed to keep singing while I'm while I like keep having that? Yeah. Necklace how often on? does that trigger? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> okay. You'll see. Like, they don't realize that the necklace was cursed, so they just nope. think that Lilith just broke into song. Len's just like, Lilith, what the? That was a great idea, starting to sing like that. Distraction. Does Lilith know that it's cursed, or does she just feel like she's been inspired? <laughs> I mean, she she was compelled with the the want to just burst into song. Like you, I guess I just imagine anyone in a musical just feels to sing at any point in time. Uh, about yeah. anything, like even pouring cereal milk. But, I mean, Lilith has the wherewithal to know that that is something very out of the ordinary for her. I mean, that's that's what she knows. So she could mm. she could figure it out if she wants to, but that's that's up to what should I want to decide. <laughs> this curse has given me the gift of hits. <laughs> <laughs> so who's all going down to try to repair the ship? Lilith. Laszlo is going, yeah. Okay. Both of you do survival to try to patch up this ship. We're going to play it a little different here. Ten. Five. <laughs> cool. As uh, you guys are trying to repair the ship, Waslo, you managed to patch it up a little bit, but not great. Like, you covered the main holes. There's still water leaking in around the edges. Lilith managed to make bigger holes, and <laughs> we're not sure. Like, you put the, the, the boards in complete wrong places and we're not sure how it happened <laughs> so this thing's definitely taking on more water and you've now used up the the supplies that you had for this thing <laughs> uh lilith if you would stop singing and just repair the ship we'd be fine what if i broke into another song i was like under the sea under <laughs> the sea <laughs> uh as, as as the ship carries on through the night taking on water um, you're still going. The hole eventually takes on so much water that you are now on the deck of the ship, which is quickly starting to go under as well. But you're so close to land. You're, you're, you can see land in sight. In fact, uh, do a perception check for me real quick. Group perception Ooh, nat check. Nat 20. Nat 20. Oh, there we go. We'll group it. 18. So with... With that 20, okay, everybody, you, you hear a splash, and you, you kind of look over, and you guys are probably about 60 feet from shore now, as the ship is just now starting to finally go under the waves. Um, you guys are, like, holding on to the mast, trying to climb up it. You see Gregory sitting on Mark's back, as Mark is in his shell, just kind of floating, letting the waves carry them to shore, as the ship is completely going under the water. Waslo just breaks one of the poorly placed boards off of the bad repair that Lilith did so he can float his way on the board. So Waslo's floating in. I think that Len's uh, wings are still wet so she can't fly. No, you can't. You were, you were, you're having a rough time. So she's, she, she hops onto Lilith's back. Okay. Like, so it's up yeah. to Lilith. What's Lilith going to try? So Lilith will be swimming or slither swimming and she, she still will, she can't stop singing. So she just keeps breaking out in songs. So in her feet of, of swimming, she's singing, 
Splish splash, I was taking a bath. I should have gone with Laszlo. Like, I'm just annoying at this point. (laughs) Breaking out that song. Okay, Lilith, I want you to do a constitution saving throw. I just want to check and see if you become exhausted as you're trying to swim in. Ooh, that's a good one. Nine. You start becoming really exhausted because you're not breathing great since you're singing and trying to swim at the same time. Len, you're you're having just as much trouble because you're having to try to swim for yourself also as her back keeps stinking on water because she keeps going under. Wazzo, you're doing fine. You're floating. It doesn't matter. You're letting the current take you in. He's got a couple boards, so he looks over the, at them like uh, Rose looks at Jack and Titanic <laughs> and just like, well, sucks for them. <laughs> <laughs> The, the waves start to wash over Len and, and Lilith that finally, as you approach the shore, you go under the water a little bit and you start tumbling around in the currents and you wash up finally onto the the rocky, rocky beach. And it's a little little jagged and rough and you, you start gasping for air, breaking the water. <gasps> no more singing. <laughs> And Lilith, you you notice as you're laying on your back, still trying to spit out whatever lines of the song in your head you can while water is also trying to vie for space in your lungs. <laughs> At the Copa, Copa Cabana. <laughs> as you're heaving up water. A pair of charcoal hands suddenly grab your shoulders and, and sit you up and start patting you on the back to try to force the, the, the water out of your uh, lungs there and clearing the salt water from your eyes, you notice a small contingency of Duragar dragging you from the water to safety and sitting cross-legged atop of uh, Mark Shell as he's starting to get out is Gregory looking totally fine as the, the portal finally starts coming out of his shell. And I've been doing just fine. No, anyway, sorry, the, the singing is really getting me now. Um, and then Waslow's finally starts floating up and, and looks fine. You see this group of about, I'd say, nine or ten dwarves, uh, dark dwarves, the Duragar, all around you, like helping pull you guys to your feet. And one of them steps forward and he's like, Oh, well, that looks like that was a nasty one for you. Best clear on out of here before Dark Forge starts sending out a scouting party, see what all that fuss is about, seeing you waving around and singing and causing a ruckus out here in the bay. Come on to our dungeon. Uzavar's just up these rocks. And he nods upwards at uh, a blackened cliffside with flecks of dried and dying plant life. Also, can you shut up the snake for just just a wee moment? We're all recovering from a hangover over here. Don't stop <laughs> believing. Uh, Wazla wishes we could. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Party in Peril Villains, a podcast produced by Nerdsloth.com. If you had a good time, please just do us one little favor and share this episode or clip your favorite parts of the episode and share that with any friends, family, or on social media. And don't forget that you can impact our players and give them an edge by giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts, which translates in-game as Peril Points, which they can use to purchase special items, including weapons or gadgets crafted by our Nerdsloth Patreon supporters. 
Many of the sound effects heard in the show were licensed from Sword Coast Soundscapes, so please visit swordcoastsoundscapes.bandcamp.com to hear all of their amazing ambient and background audio productions. And also a huge thank you to Atalus Music for providing the villain's theme song, Drop the Beat, My Lord. You can find even more of his fantastic modern-day fantasy mixes on YouTube or SongTrader. Love y'all, and roll those 20s! Presented by NerdSloth. A place for lazy nerds. If you like what you heard, consider donating at patreon.com slash nerdsloth so we can continue bringing you quality shows. Be sure to also leave us a review and share your favorite episodes and clips on social media. If you're looking for more content, visit us at nerdsloth.com.